Hey, I'm Tim C. Hey, I'm Landon Blank. You're listening to Hacking Concrete. Yeah! So we're here with Bob Harris. Of um, What is your company called? So my wife uh, uh, runs Decorative Concrete Institute, DCI, okay. and uh, I am a consultant for SSI, which is Structural Services Incorporated. That, is that your company? No, no, it's a it's a uh, okay. a group of uh, twelve guys, professionals that uh, oh, nice. make okay. up that. So cool. I still dabble with the DCI though. Yeah, um, helping you know with her day to day operations and and running classes as well. Right. Okay. So she runs uh, Leanne is her name. Yep. Okay. She runs the DCI. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. And so we're sitting we're sitting with the Hall of Famer right here, right? Uh, yes, actually. Hall of Famer. Yeah. The- <laughs> yeah. That's. I was pretty impressed actually. It was the first first time that first year that they started the the Hall of Fame. So yeah, I was. Uh, you know, pretty shocked and, and honored. You shouldn't be, to be yeah, part of that. You yeah. shouldn't be. You're, you've taught a lot of people over the years, and uh, I think it's well deserved. Yeah, you know, with that in mind, I somebody asked, and I started thinking about you know teaching in South Africa and China and oh, wow. across the globe. And so when you say a lot of people, it's it's literally tens and thousands of people that that yeah. we've uh, been fortunate to work with and train through the years. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, when we when we started, um, we started our business in 2001, and. It wasn't easy to get information back then. I'm sure you knew that, but you were one of the first to like, and it was through Concrete Network that you were putting videos on YouTube, and you're kind of being open with information, which was super rare at the time. It still is now, but right. to a lesser degree. Um, I don't, I don't think, maybe you do. I, I, I wonder what the number is. I bet you it's a big number of people that have watched and like put those things into action on a job. Oh yeah, it, it's a it's a huge number, and I, you know it's weird. Um, I was working previously in the 1990 era uh, for a manufacturer, and I was going through some uh, frustrations working with them. And but I always loved teaching, and you know I was telling one of my coworkers that I was thinking about leaving that company, and they, he asked me the question. He said, "Well, how do you feel when you're in front of a group of students teaching? You know, what? How do you feel at that moment?" And I literally got chills, and I'm getting chills now saying the same thing. Wow. Uh, you know, 20, 25 years later, um, and that's when it re- I realized that that's, that's my path in life is to make, you know, to be a change agent, really, and to be able to help others. Um, and that's a commitment, of, you know, whether you're a school teacher or a decorative mm-hmm. concrete teacher, you know, there's a lot of commitment that goes with that and a lot of responsibility that goes along with that, too. Um, so, so to your point, yeah, it's, it's very, very gratifying to have students come up and say, hey, we, you know, follow you on Facebook and... We have your books, and of course, the, you know they're they're all wore out now and missing pages. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it started way back then, and that's it's it's really special being able to help people. And I think that's my biggest satisfaction personally in life right now, is seeing some of the the young guys that are here. You know, they've been to class after class, and and I want to see them succeed. And it's, it's just very gratifying to see them succeeding in their own day to day business. So. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, we went down to Increase Systems and Learn in two thousand one. Um, and then, you know, there's a, you can only learn so much in a couple of days. So we ended up buying like all these books, have a bunch of your books. We bought like the Putong Chang books and Buddy Rhodes books. And, and um, that was before it was like so readily available. It's, <laughs> it's nice. You can, you know, with your online stuff that you're doing now, you can yeah. actually, you know, it's great. It's great. That it makes it makes things a lot easier. So we were, we were in Vegas, like we said, and, and Tim was in the, Tim was in the game a little bit before me. And he was, he was like, Hey, there's the guru. I was like, the guru, that's, that's, that's a guru. And sure enough, started looking at the old videos and all that. Where did that process come? So you you had the passion for teaching, and then you move into book writing or someone. Yeah, that's that's. I'm glad you asked that. You know, I love to give credit when it's due. And so it was at the World of Concrete. Uh, my gosh, like I said, around that same time frame, probably late '90s. 
And um, back then, you know, people were, like, as you mentioned earlier, they were starved for knowledge, you know? And mm -hmm. so, you know, a friend of mine, Cliff Rollins, and I, we taught the first ever polished concrete class at the World of Concrete, and it was standing room only with 800 people in there. Wow. And anyways, it, at that event, you know, as you, you stay over and you answer everybody's questions, and the crowd got smaller and smaller, and pretty soon there was uh, three guys in the audience, and one of those three guys happened to be um, Jim Peterson from Concrete Network. Wow. And he actually came up to the stage, and I'm, again, getting chills right now, and, and introduced himself first off. And he said, have you ever thought about writing a book? And I'm like, well, actually I have. And so Jim was truly instrumental in helping me, you know, publish the book. And you guys, you know, you mentioned you like stories. And so it's kind of a funny story. He actually flew. And the first book we uh, did, which was the stain, Bob Harris Guide to Stained Concrete, uh, he flew to our house. And basically he, get, he, he told me, he said, I want you to just, I'm going to tape record this. And I just want you to talk. I'm going to ask you some questions. And the next book... Um, the uh, overlays and toppings book or the stamp concrete maybe um, we literally had a training class in South Carolina and some of that book was written in a car you know driving <laughs> to South Carolina if you can believe it so just recorded yeah exactly just exactly recorded. and then the um, we have we have a uh, professional writer mm -hmm. Anne is her name and then her and I would collaborate back and forth you know what I mean wow. so I would say we, we've got to change this and do this so yeah well, that's cool Jim's a good guy I mean he Jim's as good as it gets he's yeah. he I feel very you know fortunate and blessed to have a friend like him and yeah. his wife Val and we're, we're very close we all the former owners of Chemico Acid Stain Barb and Sarge um, and Jim and Val and my wife Leanne and I get together um, three times a year oh, so really? we all go they come to our house we go to their house and you know go to that's cool house. that's yeah. really cool that's great yeah, we've been we've been on the Concrete Network since oh, 2002 ish, probably somewhere in there. It's been, it's been a long time. It's a good yeah. it's a good website. It is. Does this does it, this doesn't seem to get old for you? No, it doesn't. No, I again, you know, and I think I think every event is special, of course, but I think this one is probably has the most impact simply due to the fact of this lockdown that our nation has been in, you know, with COVID and right. stuff like that. And so I think, you know. I've been traveling since since day one of COVID, back and forth to Seattle for some big, large Home Depot jobs and stuff like that. You know, I'm I'm the only one on an airplane, you know, or one other yeah. person. But <laughs> my point is, I'm I'm responsible. You know, when I'm asked sure. to wear a mask, I wear a mask. But I think that people, you know, they're they're tired of it to a certain degree, and they want to get out and and do this. So yeah, to your point, I I enjoy this because it's an opportunity to see a lot of a lot of good faces and I think one of the most gratifying things is and I've already had this five times today say hey we follow you on Facebook and I recognize their name but we've never met in person sure. so yeah so that's right. nice right yeah that's cool that sign out how um how good of a feeling was it when you pulled up and saw that sign under the Decorcrete sign out there about faith over fear <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> I love that he put that out there. Yeah. I just, uh, I mean, yeah, Jason's as good as it gets, man. I'll tell you, I commend him and his entire staff. There's just, and that's another reason that I feel motivated to come out and, and be a part of his event. Is they're genuinely nice people, all yeah. of them. Every every person on his staff is just, just just great people. Right, right. Yeah, they've been great to us. They've been great yeah. to us. I, I didn't. One quick question to backtrack though. When you talk about different countries, what is that about? Yeah, so it's it's crazy. Um, you know, when my father was alive, who was a very successful concrete guy, and um, uh, my so that, grandfather. So that's how you got. That's how. That's how I got in it. Yeah, I'm third generation concrete finisher. Okay, and, and then, his dad, my grandfather, actually helped uh, pour concrete on the Hoover Dam. If you can oh believe wow! That. Yeah, wow. that's awesome. Pretty cool. But um, I'll never forget. My dad said, "You know, son, be the best that you can be at your craft, and you'll be able to take that skill anywhere in the world." Mm. And I remember uh, we got a request to go to Athens, Greece. I mean, my goodness, this is where architecture originated yes. 4,000 years ago. Yes. And um, 
I'll never forget, you know, here's a, a, like a group of 30 Greek, you know, workers that were training over there and I'm looking as a crow flies a mile in the background is the Parthenon sitting mm. sitting right there and I'm thinking yeah, this right. is surreal and I, I felt my dad on in my shoulder you oh know? wow so yeah, yeah I, I do I enjoy that I think that you know my job I travel weekly as a consultant you know troubleshooting bad concrete slabs mm -hmm. um, I don't enjoy that as much you know because sure, it's yeah. routine but I, I really get a, a kick out of uh, traveling abroad as a matter of fact our favorite city is Venice Italy and so the, uh, the oh, floors wow. there have just we've become some really close friends with some of the, the Venetians that, that live there in Venice and um, we were actually scheduled um, like a week after COVID hit to go to Venice and, oh. and teach over there with a friend of mine Luca Simonati who owns uh, Ideal Works. So, now what would you be teaching? Um, a variety of what's going on here you know cool. we've We've been over and taught countertops, and they want—they're interested in some of my designs and yeah. you know, recreating these Venetian themes, staining concrete, wow. so a variety awesome. of things. So I've always wondered something about you. Um, you did—you did these. I think it was with Proline. You made stamps in other countries. So yeah, um, that was a group of individuals. It was my wife and I, Luca Simonati and his partner Mauricio, and John Anderson out of England at that time. We collaborated and put our heads together. And what we wanted to do is we wanted to get out of the mundane, you know, day-to-day -day stamp manufacturers, not to discredit anybody because yeah. there's a lot of great manufacturers, but we thought, you know, as professional stampers, let's create something that nobody's ever done. So uh, we came up with a, the name Polidiano by Bob Harris, mm -hmm. um, and we traveled to seven different countries, and we literally pulled latex skins off of some geographical, historical so that's, unbelievable. I did not know so that. So that's what I want to get at. So what was it like when you are at these places, and I just imagine, like, you know, my knowledge of casting things like that is you, you mix up the stuff in buckets and you dump it onto something. Is that what you did? Yeah, exactly. I mean, what, did, what did people, yeah, what so, did they think? <laughs> so it, it, uh, it's funny you that's ask. That's history, that's history. Because <laughs> yeah. um, one of our first ones was um, Yorkshire Cobble in, in Yorkshire, England. And it wasn't a big deal because there wasn't a lot of public around that area. So we, you know, chilled out for an hour and we pulled our, our skin. That's funny. But we almost got arrested in Paris by the... <laughs> <laughs> by the armed AR armed security guys when we're out there and they're you know, trying to get the little four inch by four inch cobblestones and yeah it was a big thing so fortunately we got <laughs> our skin and got out of town so, so you, you don't ask permission you just do it we do yeah we did it yes oh, right. that's exactly that's, something yeah. we would do Legendary. Yeah. Exactly. And, and then of course one of the you can ask a lot of the professional stampers down at this event what their favorite pattern is and by far it's one that's called stones of Athens which literally was from okay. from stones from from Athens right there by the Acropolis. <laughs> That's what legendary. Awesome idea. I mean, how do yeah. you go out there with like these chemicals and you're like mixing them up and just dumping them in the street like <laughs> yeah. in today's time I would think that people would yeah. I don't know what they would think, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, honestly though, we are we're respectful of it too, you know what I mean? And so yeah. we're not doing anything like I mean we're cleaning, you know, cleaning I understand ourselves that, up and for stuff sure. like that. But anyways, that line, you know, you asked the question, um, brick form bought the intellectual property rights to the stamp. They did, okay. So they, they now are the producer and they own the rights to that stamp. Cool, okay. Yeah. So just my curiosity, those two, what are the what were the other ones? Uh, the other patterns, we had yeah. fractured cypress slate. So that was from an island, the island of Cyprus. North Cyprus, Cyprus. Or, North Cyprus yeah. or South? Yeah, North. North, nice. Yeah. We spent some, I've spent some time there. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and then uh, we had one that was called Sophia Stone. We have Venetian rotating marble, which was uh, a beautiful pattern. Um, and then uh, trying to draw a blank on the other one, but yeah, one one more. So that's wow. cool. That's yeah. funny. How you know that's such a awesome idea that you would think of. Why didn't I think? That's one of those. Why didn't anybody think of that? that to well, take history and just 
Two guys today, I was having a conversation yesterday and they came up and they introduced themselves to me and they use that as a selling point and they actually, it helps them get jobs. They said, you guys know where this tool was derived and they show them a brochure yeah. of the actual stone and they said yeah. this it was actually derived in, you know, in, oh. in the Venice, Italy region or something. No and doubt. So it helps That's them funny. sell from a marketing perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. So how's a new place? You just built a new place. Yeah, my wife and I did. We've been there two and a half years and like always, it's, it's an ongoing, you know, ongoing life project you know this lifelong a, project this is the decorative concrete institute like where they do trainings yeah and and okay so he built a new new facility correct so how often are you having people down so i imagine a lot of wood countertops uh wood it, floors it, yeah yeah formica <laughs> uh, <laughs> carpet yeah. carpet interiors <laughs> that's funny um so you know covid pretty much zapped our training classes as well as everybody as you know yeah. Um, we did have a very successful polished concrete class. There was probably 15, 16 people. But the reality of it is, you know, and I, I get it, you know, people are scared and, and they're just not ready to travel. So we've got, Leanne has, um, I think, three classes uh, posted right now. We've got Joshua Russell uh, from going to come do help us do some vertical carving. We have an advanced stamp concrete class. And then uh, we do have a polished concrete class coming up here over the cool. next three months. Amazing. Where do you see, uh, where do you see things headed? You know, I, I get asked that question, and it's it's funny because our first metallic job that we ever did was back in 1998. You know, that shows my age, back when I had hair. But, <laughs> so, and they asked, what's the latest and the greatest, and where's the trends going? And back then, when people saw metallic floors, and we did one that was a 6,000 square foot restaurant, which is still there today, by the way. Um, everybody's like, oh my gosh, what is that? They've never seen it. Yeah. And then, like everything, it, it just fades away, you sure. know? I always, I'm, I'm very old school in my approach, and, and although there are plenty of new trends, you know, polished concrete's here to stay. I think that that's, that's probably the most um, popular flooring medium right now because of the durability, the look, and, and sure. things like that, and it, it, you know, light reflectivity, that kind of things, but stamp concrete's always gonna be here. You know, concrete countertops, it always comes back. So my point is, you'll see the trends, but they, you yeah. know, it's, it's the, it's the meat and potatoes that will, will drive our industry, mm -hmm. which is the stamping and the countertops and stuff like that. So we've been talking about stamping. Our company's gotten away from stamping a little bit because it's so hard to be competitive anymore. Everybody's rent stamps and the, the plants are putting color in the truck. So how do you, can you envision uh, what we could do to, to sell it better? Because the stuff that we're competing against, people are um, putting color in the concrete, the finisher's stamping it. They're letting the, GC wash it and seal it. They don't halfway wash it. They leave too much release on. Yeah. They have sealer issues within a year. It, that's every stamp job in our hometown right now. Mm -hmm. Like right. all of them. And then we go to sell it, and they're like, "Well, I'm not, I'm not paying twelve dollars a foot for that." Yeah. When this guy will do it for three. Right. And you try to explain, well, it's it's not going to last, you know. So I mean, what can we do? What do you think? I mean. Yeah. That, I mean, you know, oftentimes throughout my career, people would ask, "What's, you know, how do you perceive marketing?" marketing in my opinion is um, doing kick-ass stamp jobs you know what right. I mean so and one job they see that and you know building up that reputation and, and you're right I mean it's it is a very competitive market but uh, successful work is going mm -hmm. to spawn more successful yeah. work sure. you know what I mean it's just it's so tough because like those jobs I was talking about they, they look really good on day one yeah yeah. Um, yeah but I don't know how to I just yeah it's tough it's hard one and of I the wish biggest things too is you know if if by chance somehow you could get get your work, you know, in a, in a public forum, meaning an auto dealership, you know, yeah. or something where the general public is going on it, because let's face it, you guys do a, a patio that nobody will see, <laughs> right, you know, right. other than the neighbor, if they're looking right, over sure. the fence. So if you could get your work somehow exposed to the general public, yeah. whether it was a strip mall, 
you know, a, a grocery store or something like that, you know, yeah. that that's one way as well. Right. We're just in uh, we're just kind of like speaking of the industry of a whole as a whole, really. Like, I think that's a um, I think that's a nationwide problem, I would imagine. Yeah. And, well, uh, you know, yes and no. I think that, you know, it's funny thinking back also in my career. Everybody, I would have my students come up to me and they say, Bob, we're so frustrated. It's get, this market's getting saturated. And, you know, what do we do? What do we do? And I said, keep your blinders on. Don't worry about mm-hmm. what your competition's doing. You know, worry about what you do. And your work will shine, you know, hands down. And so I think about it like the Florida market, Texas market, California, you know, um, Phoenix, Arizona. Those guys have more work than they can handle. Right. You know, which yeah. specifically stamp concrete, by the way. Yeah. And the same goes true for, for polishing. You know, we don't contract anymore, mm-hmm. but, you know, we've... On occasion, if time permits, we'll do a side job on a weekend or yeah. something if it doesn't conflict with my other responsibilities. But um, And then one person sees that, and they're like, who did that? And, and literally, we polished a house, and we've got, like, three other houses that want us to polish it. You know what sure, I mean? Yeah, sure. That's kind of yeah, the way we, that, that goes, yeah. I think it's funny we're sitting here around these color hardener buckets. People don't use this much where we are anymore. It's yeah. always in the truck. Yeah, and again, <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very old school that way, too. You I know, love I, color hardener, though. That's my favorite. Yeah. I spent... Uh, you know, a good part of my career early on down at Disney World doing all of their theme stamp concrete. And it's very gratifying when we take our grandkids down there and say, hey, you know, your grandpa or B- I'm known as Beepaw, Beepaw uh, did that, you know, 25 yeah. years ago and it still looks just as good, you know, mm, and yes. that's a testament to Color Hardener. Yeah. I agree with your point, though. I get I get disgusted. Gosh forbid, you know, they pour gray concrete yeah. and, and use a powder release. That, that just that makes me angry. Yeah, for sure. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, it does. That's funny you say that too. Um, we did this one place in, we're from Lynchburg, and we did this place called Sequest in Lynchburg. We did this metallic epoxy, it's like 15,000 feet, and I love taking my kids there because they're like, they love yeah. to, to brag that we did that. Like, you know, like, <laughs> they, they do. Right. So one of, one of my uh, biggest stories like that is um, one of my last jobs that I did down in Orlando was um, MGM Studios. Okay. And the... Just a little, I, little, little job. Yeah. Just a little job. I call them the, uh, the Disnoids, but uh, the, the architect, you know, WDI, <laughs> Walt Disney Imagineer, they, you know, they assign an artist to you, you know, and so okay. um, Scott was his name, and he came out, and he, he had all kinds of crazy finishes, everything that you would nev- never do in a real environment, like taking straight raw Portland cement, broadcasting it on the surface, and then when you, you Fresno that in, it, it chatters, you know, so it, it, he wanted it to make it look like crack, you know, cracked earth almost, and yeah. we did it, and it still held up, but uh, in one instance, they said, um, can you make up some dog prints, uh, like a rubber paw prints? We want it to look like the dog ran through the concrete. And I'm like, well, that's not very creative, and she said, uh, Sue was her name, said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, let's do it with a dog. <laughs> right. So I lived close to the park and I went home and got my dog who was all hand commanded because I went through obedience training with him, both, oh, cool. both for me and him. <laughs> and uh, put him in sit stay and 40 feet on the other slab and called him and it, you, there's no way I could have placed him any better like off the awesome. board. So that, you know, it's funny because we were down there with the kids one time and uh, these people probably thought, how, these are strange people. You know, this family's like looking down while these other people right. are trying to eat and that, that's my dog's all prints right yeah, there. That's so. neat. Wow. That's funny. Yeah, that's I was so on, cool. You said about looking down and where you, you know, I was on my honeymoon with my wife and, um, and the whole time I was like, hey, look, stamp concrete, you know, because <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was new to me at the time. It was like our first year into it. Right. I always think, I always think about that. I think it's funny that, it's funny that we walk around looking down. Landon does it too. We walk around looking down everywhere we go. Right. Exactly. Seeing what's going on. That's funny. Well, that's they, been great. That was great. It was. It was good. Well, thanks for talking to us today. Not a problem at all. It was a good time. You enjoyed it. And uh, where can people find you online? So you can go, uh, let's see, Decorative Concrete Institute, 
Okay. Decorativeconcreteinstitute.com. Yeah. Are you just yeah. you're just Bob Harris on Facebook? You said you uh, use Facebook a lot. Yep. But, okay. Yep. And um, do you do Instagram or anything like that? I don't. I'm uh, I'm uh, old old fogey. I'm not right. an Instagram. That's all right. Yeah. Just checking. Your so. videos are easy to find though. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> easy to find. That's right. Well, anyways, thanks for talking to all us. All right, guys. No thanks. Problem. Have a good time. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.